Good evening, everybody. This is Darius Asemi with GVYR. Welcome to another episode of Unfiltered, along with my co-host, Randa. Hey, Darius. Good, Good to be here tonight. Mike. And, and Mike Rabasi. Evening, Chris. We have a full show for you this evening. A uh, lot of great topics to cover. Uh, we have also a surprise topic about what's coming up this week. But first, uh, we're going to put up our poll uh, that, that GBWAR did uh, over the last few days. Do you plan on buying an electric vehicle in the next 100 years? No, three years. Three years. In the next three years. Results, no, I'll basically, the majority of folks said, no, I'll wait till, till, till they stop making gas-powered cars. Wow. Um, one of the things actually I'm looking at is when will the range be high enough and when will it uh, equi equip comparably equipped the same price as a gas. It's really a lot less. When is your cars. guess? Uh, years, three years. Really? Yeah. Oh. And at a bigger range. Than a gas, than a, than a car that's. They're making, they're working on battery technology with a yep. five to 800 mile range. Mm -hmm. So, and I have... less weight, I'm sorry. They're, they're, right now, EVs are substantially heavier. Oh, they are. Substantially. And that affects because the of the battery, too. huh? 500 to. 1,500 pounds every year. Now, do they still have to get um, import about 100, 200,000 kids to work in the lithium mines in Congo? They work there. <laughs> yeah, they okay. work there. They yeah. just found a big lithium mine in Iran, so. <laughs> right, we're, yeah. We're so, that, you know, there's yeah. always a trade-off, right? Um, that's yeah. right. Uh, so. How many people were on the poll, Paul? 173. That's a okay. good poll. It's a good poll. No, I, I adopted an electric. I, I, I have a, you have a hybrid. I have an electric I have vehicle. a hybrid. Yeah. A hybrid's way more, a lot of options. It's great because you can yeah. do both. Um, I went okay. full electric, um, but the range is still a little bit lacking. Yeah. About that. But okay. I like your SUV. Seems yeah. powerful enough to me. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just Before we dive into, talk about Gary Bredefeld, Brandau, and about the assault weapons ban, potential repeal, and about tampons required in all California schools, sixth grade to 12th grade, the new law that was passed last year. We're gonna discuss that at length. But before we dive into that, we're gonna talk about what's, what's coming this week in terms of another major storm. Another major storm. The snow level above 8,000 feet and uh, three to four inches starting Thursday night and potentially another atmospheric river starting next Wednesday. Right. Steve, what, what can you tell us about Well, we had a County? special meeting. One of the reasons I'm wearing a tie tonight, I have been in, dressed up all day. We had a special meeting today. In other words, our normal meeting is next Tuesday, but we called an emergency meeting. Uh, Paul Nerlin, our CEO, last week um, uh, declared a state of emergency for Fresno County. We have seven days to validify that. We had that vote today and we were all on board. And so, you know, here's and what's really weird is normally we declare an emergency after something crazy happens. Like, here's the creek fire, we declare an emergency. Madera County Hospital shuts down, then we declare emergency. In this case, we're declaring emergency before the storm. And in this case, I think it's kind of smart. It gives people a couple of days to understand how intense it's going to be and to prepare for it. So... Um, we did declare a state of emergency in closed session, or not, I mean, in open session today. And we had um, some experts talk to us about what maybe to expect two to six inches of rain, depending on where you live in Fresno County. You live up the hill, you're going to get more. But even on the valley floor, they're thinking, they're talking about like two inches on, yeah. on, on Thursday, a little into Friday. What, 
what's the problem? Two inches of rain is a lot of rain, but here's the, here's the situation. It's going to be warmer water. The storm's going to be warmer. So it's going to melt the snow, right? Yeah. We've got unseasonably low snow. We've got snow down to about 3,000 feet. And if this storm comes in, it's warmer water. Not only is it going to dump two to six inches, it's also going to melt all that snow. And they're saying it could melt the snow all the way up to 5,000. So three to 5,000 feet, all that snow would also be melted on right. top of the water. So all that water's coming down the hill. And, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of opportunities for, for real sketchy things. So we want people to pay attention. If you want to know more about the storm, uh, you could go to FresnoCountyEmergency.com. It's a website, Fresno County website. Again, FresnoCountyEmergency.com. There's a resources spot there. If you're in one of those areas around, even if you live inside of Fresno, and you're one of those intersections that always floods or water comes up to your doorstep, and you think we might have too much water, Go get some sandbags. They're all free. You can, you've got two good days to get it done. And, um, and then we've got this big storm coming in. Now, Darius, you know how this weather works. Might not happen, right? You yeah. Know, we always talk about these. Might not happen. But this time we're preparing ahead of time because, uh, you know, it's just a lot of people. If you're one of those people that plan to go up to Shaver, this was the week you've been waiting for, and you're going to go skiing and go <clears throat> to a cabin and stuff like that, I think that's fantastic. But you might want to reschedule. It's going to be, point. you know, it's going to be potential uh, power outages. You know, we might get another rock slide or landslide on 168. You might get trapped up there for a little bit. So we want people to be really aware. Got it. Yeah. Let's put up slide 28. that shows Dry Creek Reservoir, which is in North Clovis. It's a reservoir and a, basically a dam that protects so much of North Clovis and Fresno from the flooding. Uh, if we have time to track that down on a, actually a Google map, that would be great. It's on Shepherd, just east of, I'm sorry, just west of 168 and just north of Harlan Ranch. Also, uh, the reservoir detains and diverts a lot of that uh, rainwaters coming, that will be coming down the foothills, uh, eventually into the San Joaquin River. Yeah, and, you know, speaking, I'm glad you mentioned the San Joaquin River. That's also really important. You know, a lot of people, Mike, you know, you and I serve on the Conservancy together. Mm -hmm. A lot of people walk down there. They do their daily jog. Right. They ride their bike down there. You, you can do that probably Wednesday, but starting Thursday, you want to really watch out into the weekend. There's going to be a lot more water coming down the San Joaquin River. And, Mike, you know this as well as anybody. When you get that much water, that water can change course. Things can, crazy things can happen uh, in just a few minutes. Yeah, I was, so. I was down there on Sunday, and my dog Cooper really enjoyed the river. Oh, uh, right. But mm -hmm. here's, here's the thing. Those currents are a lot stronger than they look. And when you have un yeah. you know, un unsure conditions, absolutely. Be very careful walking is down Is 168, uh, Enga has got a question, is 168 op open? It's, it's closed? No, it's, it's open. It's open. Okay. It's been open, um, it, you know, but they're, they're monitoring it. We... Uh, our sheriffs were in that uh, board meeting with us today. Uh, they're already trying to get out the word. Um, what we're trying to do is be proactive this time. So, Okay. Uh, there is the map of uh, northeast Clovis, and that reservoir is basically right there by 168. You can't quite see it on here on this map. Can we get that uh, converted to a satellite version? 
Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll get that back in a minute. Okay, um, anything else on that, Steve? No, I, you know, just a good week to be careful, you know, when you're out and about. Well, expect, there it is, expect, expect lots of flooding. Several years ago, people, folks were actually water skiing or wakeboarding in the streets of Colas. Well, Colas, if right you're adventurous, here. it'd probably be right. that, time, that time again. Yeah. You know, it's just that normally um, we don't have that combination where you have a warm storm where you still have that much snow on the ground. Right. Usually the warm storms come at a different, you know, a different time, but it's going to be On the screen, combo. I'm sorry, Mike, on the screen is actually the image, the satellite image of... Um, the Dry Creek Reservoir and the dam. So you can zoom out a little bit. So and there you go. Keep it right there. So there's Shepherd Avenue just to the south. So uh, that would be helping us with the uh, stormwater runoff detention. Okay. All righty. Uh, the bottom line, all this water is going out to the ocean, right? California. <laughs> We hope some of you it know, will stay. You know what I'm talking we'll, about, California. We'll stay in the reservoirs, fill up the reservoirs first. Actually, let's put a map, uh, slide 26. These are all the uh, flood control basins in uh, the Fresno Metropolitan yep. Flood Control District, and, and um, including their reservoir, the Dry Creek Reservoir. So you're going to see these fill up with stormwater, and these are there to basically replenish our groundwater. Or they go into the ocean. And I will say, I mean, we're lucky we have this system here. And it yeah. was paid for, it wasn't cheap, but we're lucky to have the system here because Merced, look what happened to them. I mean, they were badly pummeled by these floods. We have a very related question about Oh, yeah. About uh, potholes. Yep. Um, is the city of Fresno going to pay for any mudslide damage happening that's going to happen to my car? I'm kidding. No, 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 no. no. Pothole I, I, damage. I'm glad you brought that up. So, so we've, we've, been, we've been repairing thousands of potholes with cold patch. Why? Why don't we use hot patch? Because if we do that, we're spending all that taxpayer money for another storm coming. We're going to have to do it all over again. Right. So we're doing the most cost-effective measures that are temporary. When the storm comes again, we're going to fill those again, and then we're going to have a permanent fix once the sto these storms are over. Right. Because we have limited okay. money. we got to spend it right. But there's no – City of Fresno is not going to pay any of us to repair our wheels or tires. Maybe Mike can make that motion. Yeah. Unfor unfor un <laughs> <laughs> and the money will come from the county. Well, well let's ask that. Christina. Christina, what is a fair value for, uh, you know, a damage – you know, it's got to be $25 per pothole. Right. You know, <laughs> so, so in, in my case, there were. And the county is going to write checks to people. No, county's not. County's not involved. You need. You've got seven council members okay. and a mayor that and you need to connect with. We have thousands of miles of uh, roads in Fresno County. Okay. Right. No, honestly. Yeah. I believe, and I live in the city of Fresno, of course, and I think the city's done a fantastic job. I, I mean, there's, there's still a lot of potholes sure. out there, but nothing near like there was a month ago. Okay. Uh, let's put up some of the other slides, 30 and 31 and 29. Some great reservoirs in our area that are almost full. Uh, Milliton is going to probably overflow here shortly, if it hasn't already. Oh, Christina says she wants $200 for her tire. Yeah? Uh, Steve, are you going to send her a check no. from Fresno County? No. no. I okay. already gave her my um, public warning. To be careful this weekend, that's all I can do. Okay. <laughs> well, look, and here's the thing. Um, if I will say this. If, if you see a pothole and you don't, hopefully you don't hit it, 
please call 311 or use Fresno and report 311. 311. Okay. That's our, 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 uh, our, our line for uh, Fresno. We may not know about it. And okay. we, we go based on those calls and drive slower. When there's a rain and there's a storm, please drive slower. I do not want to blame residents. My tire popped through uh, at uh, Brawley one time recently. Okay. And I had to pay for it. It wasn't fun. My rim wasn't damaged, fortunately. But uh, unfortunately, we just don't have the budget to cover Does the all those city things. also pay for when cars get broken into? Yes, we, get, yeah, we, we, we do because businesses don't want to stay here anymore. So <laughs> yeah. we have to we pay for it yeah, that we way. Have to, yeah. My car was broken into. But a we have never times. invested more in public safety than we have uh, this past year. Thanks year. We'll to you. And a lar well, large part, thanks to you. Well. Okay. Um, well, that's a good segue because we had well, this police officer, you know, a police officer a, was shot. Yeah. And you the know? assault weapons ban. You want to talk about that? Did, let, brief all of us in, in one minute or less. What happened uh, a few nights ago sure. at Palm and Herndon, northwest Fresno? Yeah, so it started in south, southeast Fresno. Um, officers were trying to um, arrest an individual who had several, multiple warrants out for their arrest. Two of them were felony warrants. This individual chose to drive radically, try to avoid PD. Now, we have a no-pursuit policy now. You recall many years ago, uh, the day after Christmas, there was a very fatal accident in my district. And after that, they decided, even though the officers didn't pursue, we're not doing pursuits. So they're going from Southeast Fresno. They back off. They're using the helicopter. They track this person. And he was driving so erratically, they decided to use a pit maneuver and trap him so he can't kill anybody on the roads. Hmm. Uh, as has happened before in Northwest. They do that. The individual starts firing rounds at the officers. You could, there's pictures on GV Wire on the front, on the homepage. You guys did a great article on that. It shows pictures of the assault weapon he used. Wasn't registered, wasn't legal, but these guys don't register their guns, obviously. There's a picture of it. Um, and then there's a picture of one of the officers' uh, vehicles. Okay. Now, one of the officers was hit with either a bullet or shrapnel in the chest. And officers returned fire. This individual okay. was killed. Unfortunately, wow. our officer did survive. And there's a picture of the bullet hole uh, in the vehicle. That's just one of them, by the way. There were multiple shell casings oh, found. So this scene. guy shoots at the cops? At the officers. And, uh, okay. Yep. Got they it. returned fire. Um, and I just have to say, thank God for body cameras, because the truth is going to come out. Okay. They're going to see what actually Yeah, because let's talk about that, Mike. I mean, here's one of those cases where the attorney general heard about this right. and said something about the, the guy didn't have a gun or something. And then... The mayor has gone on the record and kind of had a little back and forth with the attorney general on that. Yeah, so let's just clarify. This person shot at the police officers. One was struck. Fortunately, right, he's going to survive. He wasn't actually hit because he hit his, his vest. Um, the other factor is that the mayor, um, I hope he clarified this. Yes, there's a state law. If the person doesn't have a gun, but the person, it's believed the suspect dropped their gun. So oh. after shooting the officer, may try to ditch the gun. We're going to find out more details. That's what we've, it's been reported by the media. So um, I guess technically because of that, they're going to investigate. But Chief Balderrama is very confident when the facts okay. are there. It's mm -hmm. going to be a lawful mm -hmm. shooting. Mm -hmm. um, I will say for a lot of my constituents, <clears throat> even though we're reasonable folks, it is a bit resentful that it's like we're first prosecuting the, the, the police officers before we're even looking at the, the criminal because this person was going towards traffic, was already a risk to the public. If the officers hadn't done what he did, God knows what, we, what he would have done after that. Right, right. That, and, go ahead. I, oddly enough, I was going to Walmart that night, so if people want a reminder, it's right on Herndon at Ingram, right, right where the Walmart entryway. Walmart was, you had to come in the back way. There were pro probably 40 
police vehicles out there, all with their lights going. Yeah, all, all until noon the next day. I mean, yeah, they, so, they had to get this investigation right. So if you live in North Fresno, if you live in Mike's district or uh, somewhere in North Fresno, and you were wondering why Herndon was blocked off, mm -hmm. it's the story year that we're talking right. about. So the AG is going to be involved? Yeah, they have a unit in their office that investigates these things. But I'm confident when you look at the facts, our officers will be cleared. It'll just be a lawful shooting. It, it's unfortunate these things happen, but again, we respond to 911 calls. We don't just go looking for it. Right. That kind of leads us to the assault weapons ban overturn, potentially. Uh, Governor Newsom predicts that the judge, Judge Benitez, will overturn the ban. Judge Roger Benitez, uh, which is looking at an assault weapons uh, override, um, coming up over the next few weeks, which could impact assault weapons, magazine, caliber, size of magazines allowed. Uh, currently, you're, you have a limited number of um, rounds. When was this ban done? When was a couple of years ban? ago. Okay. So this is the current assault weapons ban that's on the books, right? And it's going to go bye-bye, but there's a chance that it's going to go bye-bye? The Judge Benitez has heard final statements in Miller versus Bonta. Miller oh. versus Bonta. He's AG, so he's a lawsuit once again on both sides with a decision that could come at any time. Current law prohibits the selling, transferring, or owning of what could be considered an assault weapon. The ban also covers magazines with an ammunition capacity larger than 10 rounds. If the ban is struck down, California gun owners will be able to buy and sell high-capacity magazines and own an assault weapon. Can I add a couple things to that? Please. So just a couple weeks ago, uh, Selma PD Bergen officer, Officer Gonzalo Carrasco Jr., we had an officer in our community just a couple days ago shot and hit his vest, so he survived. He survived, thank goodness. But both cases, assault weapons were used. These gang members don't give a crap about the assault weapons ban. It hasn't stopped them from having the weapon, and I think that's the concern. Like, I don't like when there's a mass shooting like there was in, 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 down in Menlo Park or sure. in Sacramento, but the assault weapons ban hasn't worked. I'm just trying to understand, when we pass policies, are we doing it to make people feel like we're doing something, or are we actually going to do something? Because well, it seems like we're making it easier for criminals, and those type of violent crimes are increasing. But we know that most, a lot of criminals uh, buy ghost guns, stuff that can be made at home, or they get brought in through the Mexican border. These are Chinese-made with no serial numbers. Uh, most law-abiding citizens... Um, you know, go through the system, get registered, go through a full background check, and uh, don't buy stuff underground like a lot of these folks do. I mean, our Second Amendment, let's put our Second Amendment up. A uh, well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Okay? Um... Did we show put a picture of the uh, slide 18? I love my AR-15. That's okay. my comment. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's Steve's comment. And AR, by the way, A does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for... There, there's a name. Actually, I can't remember. Um, Armalite. It's a brand, actually. Armalite. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Armor Light Rifle Design 15. Okay, cool. All right. Um, next, <clears throat> we're going to discuss 
<clears throat> the new tampon law. Let's put up slide six and then followed by the actually I'm sorry, let's go let's go back to let's go back to five. The Menstrual Equity for All Act, Assembly Bill 367. Sounds like a, a bullet. That's 357. Yeah. Author was Christina Garcia, Democrat from Bell Gardens. She's no longer in office. Uh, she had some issue. Uh, she was not recalled, but she was. There was there were some issues with with her when she was in office. Uh, on or before the start of the 2022-2023 school year, requires all public schools with grades six to twelve classrooms to stock the school's restroom at all times with an adequate supply of menstrual products free of cost in all women's restrooms and all gender and all gender restrooms and in at least one men's restroom. That's what the bill is. It was passed last year and all California schools are required now to have this and one uh, boy's men's um, bathroom from 6th grade on, from 6th to 12th, 12th grade, has got to have tampon boxes. At every school. At every school in California. Public in school. California. Yeah. Public school. Right. Public school. So yeah. I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, I, I understand it's, we, it. We try to make it look controversial, but the reality is, right now, according to the NI, National Institute of Health, the average age range for men's, for what they call, uh, we use the word menstruation, uh, but menarche occurs between 10 and 16 years old. Menarche? That's what they call it. That's the technical term. It's right. And your average sixth grader is 11 to 12 years old. So this is like soap or this is like, you know, uh, toilet paper or towels. This is a hygiene product. And a lot of cultures, we have a lot of students from cultures like the Hmong community, very old traditional culture where you don't talk about this stuff. So yeah, that's my culture too, by well, the way. But. <laughs> and, and even us as men talking about it, it's kind of a little uncomfortable, but right. here's the reality. This is a hygiene product. What is wrong with having this for kids? Because it happens all of a sudden. Your parents can talk to you about it, but you don't know when it's going to happen. And unfortunately, some parents aren't as prepared and they don't provide their kids with those resources. It's, the it's issue is boys. The story, Mike, is that it's boys. boys. It's in, boys. One, in one men's restroom. One's men's. Is that a staff men? I don't know what the rationale is for that, but are we going to... Blow this up because it's in one men's restroom. Well, it's a big deal. Yeah, with the boys, uh, and, and here's the thing. Uh, from what I understand, right now, if a young women are you know girls want one, they go to the school nurse, ask for one, and if they're they, comfortable they, they're, doing that. And, sure. and they go through a process and then get one um, so that they don't run into any health hazards. But this is just, this well. is not a medical procedure. It's a, yeah. It's a you could buy yeah. it at Target. It's I mean. Is it really? You know, Raj, is, says, Raj has got a really, please invite a woman to this discussion. I agree. No, yeah. I absolutely agree. If Raj has got a, any comments, please uh, put your comments up on, um, on Facebook. We, we are a live show. Yeah. And, to invite by the way, uh, Paul is correct. We invited every member uh, of the assembly that either authored or co-authored this bill from Christina Garcia all the way through, and none of them were interested in uh, joining us. Here's one woman, um, Raj, this might help, uh, English Lego says, anyone who wants a tampon in boys' bathrooms 
needs to repeat biology class. No, and I don't understand that. Inga, yeah. Inga's a nurse, so yeah. that's a good point. I don't yeah. understand the rationale for that. Were they referring to, because staff can use it too. Was it a men's bathroom for staff? I don't know what that's all about, but the bottom line is you have these, you have, you have pads or tampons in restrooms. And look, look back in 19, in 1840, the average age for a woman going, a girl going through this was 16 and a half years old. In developed countries now, now it's changed. It's getting younger and younger. We're about, we're about at 10 to 16 years old. So it's going to happen in that time frame. You're still talking about the girls part of it. We get that. We yeah. agree with that. Yeah. I think they should be provided for those girls at the right time. Right. Even a little early is not even a problem, but... But it's the boys thing. Boys right? are going to flush know the... it down the back. <laughs> well, no, no, they're going to no. blow stuff up. That is a it. very fantastic yeah. uh, comment that's you just made. Realistically, yeah. right? Well. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what I heard um, from a trustee: is that yeah. this is what's going to happen. Boys at that same age group that you're discussing, right. well, the girls are getting a little more mature. Right. The they're boys silly, are still, right. right? And they're going to take these things, make a bunch of jokes, clog the right. toilets. I mean, here's some I great know. comments. Hold on. Uh, Rachel Franco, men do not menstruate. Uh, Raj Sodi Lane, please help me to understand why my grandson needs tampons. Susan Wittrup, trustee, toxic shock syndrome is very serious. Nobody asks school nurses about this. See, that's um, problem. Uh, Devin Gillard, it's a waste of resources to put them in the boys' bathroom. They're just going to chuck, chuck them everywhere. And, and, and that's a fair point. Yeah. They probably, kids will... They, Here's a question. Are they there's going to be a lot of taunting, a lot of bullying. It's not going to be a good is, scene, trust me. Is the state legislator going to also uh, legislate providing uh, handguns? No, no, no. Come on. That's a slippery slope. Look, this is a personal <laughs> hygiene item. I think it's really important they're providing this. I don't know the rationale for providing it in one men's restroom on campus. I don't know what that's all about. But the reality is this is not a bad bill. I, I don't think we need to make a bigger deal out of it. Everybody voted for it. By the way, <clears throat> all of our local guys, except I think uh, it was our uh, assembly member, Bigelow, I believe. He mm -hmm. was the only no vote okay. in the area. Okay. Uh, Inga, uh, another comment. Susan Wittrup, yes, they can bring them. If they forget and need them, can't they go to, to the nurse? So we, I thought, Susan Wittrup, another good point. We need local control. Unfortunately, we're not going to get local control because the state of California wants to control and regulate everything. Uh, so that they want as much control as possible. This isn't one of those cases, Darius. I'm willing yeah. to bet if this went before the board of, board of Trustees, they'd all vote to do this. Maybe not in the boys' restrooms necessarily, but they'd vote to have these for the girls in the schools because... Girls are going to have them, yeah. Right. So I... Well, let's do There's, this. I, I'm more concerned about the assault weapons. We're going to poll this. Let's poll. That's just what I was going to go. Let's this, poll it. This will be next, this next week's Paul? poll, right? Starting but, tomorrow morning, let's talk about what is a poll. And, and we want the audience to actually participate in what should the poll be. Okay. Should it be poll. in the boys' bathroom? Because I agree with Mike. I agree with Mike on the hygiene product right. in the girls' bathroom. Right. I mean, that's a slam dunk. So maybe that's the poll. Should uh, tampons... Be installed in made boys, available for made free. for free from sixth grade in boys' bathrooms. By the way, they could be pads too. It doesn't have to be tampons necessarily. Pads, pads. But you talk to shock syndrome. You don't get that. From That's a right. Pad. We need Devin Giller, but I know a few men that could use them. <laughs> <laughs> She's kidding. Just kidding. No, that's funny. Uh, and then Susan says, "Pull the nurses." Actually, 
uh, the nurses at school. Those are the fo those are the no, folks actually we should absolutely. call. Let's do a. Uh, is this happening everywhere? Is this whole California? It's, okay, it's what about private schools, Christian no. schools, and no. private schools, and faith, Muslim faith. schools? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what exempt. about uh, you know, and and homeschooling? They don't got to do this right. Homeschooling. <laughs> You have to do it in homeschooling too. <laughs> State of California is going to send the send the squad to inspect the bathroom. Oh, I'm sure they <laughs> just. I just don't squad. think. I I think this is in the scheme of things, it's a good thing. It's not the biggest deal. I am curious of why they chose what the rationale was to include it in one men's restroom. I don't know what that was all about. I'm curious to find that out. But I, I think we're making. Well, a we deal asked the eleven authors. Of this bill to, to join us tonight right. on Zoom. We didn't made it available to them on Zoom, right. yeah. but they didn't want to do it. You know, so Raj, there's eleven of them. Sorry, Lane has another comment. Perhaps our Office of Community Affairs should hold classes for community education. Well, that but the schools do that. That's part of the responsibility yeah. when they have education on these these subject matters. Let's talk about the poll. Poll should say should uh, <coughs> what are we going to call these hygiene pads? No. No tampons. No. Tampons. They're, well, they, they, the, the bill in the bill the bill calls them menstrual products. What do they call them? It could be a tampon, tampon. It could be a pad. Tampons be made available to sixth grade men's bathrooms. Well, boys, this called boys, boys bathrooms. Boys bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, should and then should it also be made available to with uh, to uh, girls' bathrooms? So that they don't have to go to a nurse to get a tampon. I, I think the real sticking point is whether or not they should be in a men's bathroom on the campus. I'd okay. love to know why they chose to do that. But yeah. Inga says this is to appease the transgender wing of the Democratic Party. Yeah, but they're also included in all gender bathrooms. So what's the point there? Yeah, I wonder. Okay. You know, there's a lot of folks, this is the fantastic thing about Unfiltered. Remember, yeah. we're live. We've got a lot of comments right. coming in right now. Some of them are a little too uh, edgy uh, for me to read. But I do like what Susan Wittrup keeps referring back to is the nurses were never asked. Local control is not a, this is, this is our overarching problem. It doesn't even matter what the subject is. Is, low, is they are no longer considering local control. Right. And she's our local trustee. Right. Fresno right. Unified. No, and, so and, she's and, elected. Right. Yeah. But she has no say in this. This, one, this is a state right. law. Exactly. And we're finding it at the, at the county. Mike's finding it at the city. Oh, yeah. They're trying to take these decisions away from local folks. Yeah. And it's an unfortunate fact of, of Sacramento, the disconnect we have. And some of our yeah. state leaders really, they don't pay attention to us. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of good commentary. I think we're going to have a lot of people respond to this poll. I agree. And, and yeah. Susan said, poll the school nurses about tampons for young girls. Paul, yeah. there, how do we do that? Okay, I had a conversation okay. with Susan, and I know where she's going. Okay. I wish we could we get her on the phone. Here, the, here's, the, here's what's really interesting. Okay. Now, it's not my world, so I'm repeating what a trustee told me. Okay, It's not my thing, and I don't even understand it. Here's what the school nurses want from my understanding. Is they want these girls that need those products. They want to give them to them for free. So that part stays the same. But they want to have a conversation with the girls. They don't want the girls just to hear about it online, grab the deal from the restroom, fiddle around, ask one of their dumb friends. Instead, they want that young girl who needs that to go talk to a school nurse. The nurse gives it to them, but also 
has that interaction with them and is able to talk to them about it and educate them on it. I, well, I, and I understand that. And with the worry of toxic, toxic shock syndrome, let me explain something, though. There are certain people, they're uncomfortable. They won't report that to the school nurse because they've been conditioned as children. You don't discuss that. But they're stuck with the problem right in the middle of the class. I mean, why wouldn't we have this available to them? I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel like we're making a bigger deal out of something that, that, uh, that really isn't the issue. Okay. I feel like we're arguing about having toilet paper. In the, in Look, the, in let's the, have, in, a, let's have a poll <coughs> and let's have a follow-up and have a couple of women in this conversation. That sounds us. great. Okay. Because we're in over our head right now. I, we I, are. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it sounds like we're going to invite Raj Sodi Lane um, and several other women, maybe, uh, maybe Susan Whitrup and uh, Inga. Okay. She, Raj says, then give out pads, not tampons. And the Inga's question is, how many schoolgirls get toxic shock? That's a good question. That's a good question. Absolutely. It's a That's fair a good question. question. And Raj is in. So, okay, good. <clears throat> we may be doing this show next week or the, or the week after. I think the Unfiltered is breaking this, by the way. Uh, I haven't story? seen this, this story. Haven't he heard or seen this anywhere else? Okay. What else we got? Pretty much covered everything. We covered that we're everything. Okay. Chit chat about tonight. Okay. Not many with nurses involved. What? Uh, that's. Um... How, oh. How do we? How many? He's responding to Inga's question. How oh. many schoolgirls get toxic shock? Not many when the nurses are involved. Well, okay. It, but you know what? That's a good question. Someone put half pads instead of tampons. Well, that's. To comply with the law, that's a question for the school board. When they implement this, are they going to just put pads in there? They can make the decision. That's a question we need to find out from our other trustees as well. Good point. Yeah. All righty. Anything else? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Anything else the audience want, wants to discuss? This is what happens when three men discuss a very important <laughs> issue that affects women's health. You shouldn't do there it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a wrap. Okay. Thank you, everybody, Thanks, uh, for joining us, uh, joining us tonight. We see all of you next week. Um, we're going to have a couple of very interesting topics. It sounds like we're going to, this may be, we may be doing this thing next week. Tampons? I think we should. I mean, tampons. Yeah. I think what's going to happen by in the next few days, a bunch of other media is going to pick this up. We might have a recap of the storm by then, too. That's right? actually mm -hmm. a great point. Yeah. So, storm. We'll do a plus couple tampons. recaps, it's, and we have to do some new stuff. You know, right. go back, visit the Ukraine war, see if you guys are still all pumped up about... Actually, I do want to talk about the Ukraine war. We'll talk about it next week. Like, okay. the, the, the crazy thing is, you never know what happens. I mean, we've had so many things happen in the last week here alone. Always changing environment, but we'll cover the top issues on the filter. The, there is a great article from New Yorker that I posted on my Facebook page. It should be finding its way to uh, GB Wire. It's a great read on Ukraine. It is? It's a great read. What, what, how we got here? Mm -hmm. What are the options? What are the ups and downs if the West is heavily involved or not heavily involved? What are the ramifications for Europe, for China, is for Russia? Biased? Is it biased? Is it tell both sides or is it biased? You should read it. It's, it's, do they want to give Zelensky the F-16s? No, F-39s. Yeah, F-39s. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what F I figured. And the the one that are not out F yet. Yeah, and the stealth bombers. F-22, F-35s. That's good. B ones, B twos, B 22s and divisions of American troops. Yeah. Well, you know um, uh, my perspective on that. I think we've spent uh, almost fifty billion so far. If we, the issue with our government is we spend enough money to keep the war machine going. We don't go in shock and off from day one. Give all the necessary weaponry, missiles, and the works for Ukraine to win the war. We just, we just supply enough for Ukraine to su because sustain the war. The American public does not have the stomach to go into a war, which I can totally understand after Afghanistan and the whole Syria issue. But here's the thing. Do we really want Russia controlling Ukraine's agricultural and natural resources? I don't. Yeah. I think that's a red line. That should be a red line for us. But it can't just be us mean? as Americans. You're saying both things at the same time. I'm saying, so you're saying the American people don't no, want it, but the politicians do. No, 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 no. I'm saying the American people don't want troops on the ground, and I can mm -hmm, understand that. Mm -hmm. So are we going to, if we're going to not put troops on the ground, are we going to make the investment to help them push back Russia far back enough so they won't take over those resources? Is it in our national interest to allow Russia to have that territory in Ukraine? Is the juice worth the squeeze? I think it is, because if you notice our gas prices going up, this war is a big part of that. Uh, along those lines, Inga's got a suggestion, near misses with airplanes on runways. Do we have an air traffic controller? I don't have any information on that, but we can dig into it. Uh, Inga, do you have anything local on that uh, that you've seen? You had a near miss. Where was that, Paul? Was it in uh, Ukraine, Russia? There's lots of near misses we know over there. Okay. Okay. Any other topics, please feel free to put them up. Um, otherwise, we'll see everybody. For, it sounds like we're going to uh, talk about tampons and the weather. We're going to have some guests do the talking on that well, one. Well, yes, let, Raj let, is in. Let, Raj. Let's see what happens this next week because you never know what comes up. I think that we can do a quick segment on this. But again, like I said, guys, this is not the issue in Sacramento that we need to be fighting. This is not a big issue. It's a hot-button media issue. but. I think uh, I don't think it's enough to deserve all this attention. Frankly, okay. on that note, we'll wrap it up. All right, stay dry, everybody. Yeah. We got three inches of rain potentially coming starting Thursday night, going into the weekend, and another atmospheric river. It's an AR. It's not an AR fifteen. <laughs> another AR arriving potentially next Wednesday. Stay tuned. Stay dry. Uh, be safe if you're traveling to the mountains. Have a great evening and a great week. <laughs>